0: The Cellar, a legendary wisp of ghostly tales beneath shakers. It was dark and dank. Each time you traversed down the steps it smelled, and each time it smelled differently than the time before, even if very little time had elapsed. Yeasty, musty, sewage, funk, paint thinner, fuel oil, slaughterhouse, roses, the scent of a dame, rooster blood, cotton candy, New Orleans and so many more smells. The stairs felt eerie, as if something would reach out to trip you, as if someone were there, hidden behind the railing, waiting to give you a subtle push. Even alone, you were never alone, and you knew it. The darkness was pervasive, even with pilot lights on. As you walked down, you'd swear you saw shadows moving beyond the staircase at the bottom of the stairs, and no one was there. You are now standing in the cellar beneath Shakers, long considered one of the most haunted bars in North America. Directly in front of you, in front of the walk-in cooler door, is said to be standing a family of three young kids and their mother, all covered in suits from the fire they perished in during the 1890s, when most buildings were timber construction with simple coal furnaces, which often started on fire. Even better, you were more than six feet under the surface of the street, standing where people, many people, were once buried as this was one of the original cemeteries for non-Indigenous people in all of southeastern Wisconsin. Most of their bones and remains are gone, however, many spirits of much energy remain. You could go to the liquor cabinet and always felt someone's gaze upon your back. Uncomfortably, your neck and arm hairs would stand up. Occasionally, you'd feel the hot breath upon your neck. Many speak of seeing a dark shadow of a very large man standing behind them. No one was there. If you'd go for ice, you are always aware of being watched from the cistern in the floor as you stood before the ice machine. If you were male, you were frequently pushed while bending to scoop ice. Sometimes you'd come upstairs with your forehead bleeding from a cut. Sometimes it seems a cistern called to you or willed you to it. If you'd stomach the courage, you'd go and see that the cistern water was cloudy or clear or frothy or like ice itself, always with its own unique and changing smells. Sometimes shallow, sometimes water lapping as if at a beach. No reason, but each time, it made you aware that something alive was there in that cistern, hiding in the scum on the bottom. Stock was not always where you left it. Even if you had made a trip down a few moments earlier and could not carry every bottle with you, and no one else had been in the building, the bottles would now have moved. Once during a wake for a dead cop, an entire case of Glenn Levitt's 16-year-old scotch was moved from a lot cabinet and smashed in the far back of the cellar. However, the individual bottles and tissue paper intact as the bottles were destroyed, and yet nothing was wet. When you'd be standing in front of the liquor cabinet, you'd hear women's voices down the corridor. No one else was in the basement, perhaps not even in the entire building. Often at night, the last stocking of the day after a busy night, and sometime, Something would follow you up the stairs and would venture to the wine cooler and host stand and leer at you. You'd see the face and the body in the front grand mirror as you restocked the front bar. Turn back and it was gone, only to reappear when you looked into the mirror again. If you were a young woman, you could sense it wanted you and meant you harm. If you were a man, you can sense it sneered at you with unveiled contempt. If you were to do a laundry run, the end of the shift, and put bar aprons, etc. into the washer, you would notice the safe had moved. Not a little movement, in fact, you would notice its position as you loaded the washer or moved things to the dryer and turned back and the 500 plus pound safe had moved yet again, usually less than 90 degrees but sometimes more. Sometimes the safe would have moved a foot or more closer to your position by the laundry station. If you were to linger, you may hear the rap, rap, rap upon the white door behind the safe. No one wants any parts of the portal behind that door. Pure evil is how many of the psychics describe it. If you venture to the rear of the cellar, you cannot help but notice the temperature drop, sometimes as much as a 40-degree descent after you cross the threshold past the old walk-in cooler. That's where the two skeletons remain of the bodies and tombs since the Capone days, in that dark, dark corner. Way before Goodfellas, people paid a price for interfering with any mob action. Guides and guests frequently comment of being pulled as if into the concrete, as if something had reached up through the floor and grabbed them and tried to pull them down. To the immediate left and behind, the old walk-in coolers where the spirit known as O'Connor likes to hang out. He's the one who caresses blondes and red-headed women's hair and thighs or has violently pulled their hair so their heads are yanked sideways. And he has left hand impressions upon their breasts while pushing them backwards. To the right is the stairway to nowhere. Frequently people pop inside the staircase for a photo op and take pictures of themselves. Often to see later that there's a non-human form in the picture standing among them, or a dog or a goat with horns directly at their feet. You run towards the stairs, but the air is heavy as if trying to hold you back. You feel as if you are running into invisible obstacles. Experience your own spiritual discovery at Milwaukee's Haunted Bar. It's coming, is coming for everyone. everyone. There's no help, no help from anywhere. Death has found us.